0: The I thought we're clean. I was getting ready to run up there, and then they all shut off to go cover, and that's when I was like, ah, oh, so, <laughs> f- <laughs> Yeah.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24 7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. It's the Arts Bustle special.
2: Bring in my baby
3: back.
2: And now that is a foot stopping, hand clapping song. Johnny Cash, Giddy Up, uh, the uh, Orange Blossom Special, and we're talking about special teams to open up uh, 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 the uh, uh, the show today. And uh, you're very pleased with
0: yourself, I, 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 These, uh, Wes. Is he not looking over the Very pleased. Ones? We got special teams, Orange Blossom Special, Johnny Cash. It's all good and stuff. And then Tyler
2: Matikovich is the Orange Blossom Special. <laughs> He's leading the special teams at tackles as you did yeah. when your first three years right. yeah yeah you yeah. know it was um uh you know there there's a great article in uh, on special teams in the uh, uh, in the pg today and uh, you know tyler uh, was talking about it you know when you you play in college you're a starter but then you come to the nfl and you're a backup uh and uh uh, and then you've got to you've got to make your you used to say you got to make your bones on special teams absolutely and you know Mike Tomlin calls it paying rent. run right right yeah my, my rookie year uh, I didn't play a single play from scrimmage but I played on all special teams yes yeah yeah uh, and 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 I loved it I, I you know it was because c- you felt like you were contributing I I, I mean absolutely uh, and I loved it because kickoff was a 40-yard headbutt
0: kickoff return or kickoff
2: kickoff kickoff okay. and the
0: kickoff return was a 40 yard oh head. i know i loved i i loved uh kickoff return i loved being in the wedge and i love being the wedge breaker i i was not keen about kickoff return because sometimes guys got on you so fast it was difficult right i i love the kickoff yeah i just thought that was the coolest thing yeah to be able to do that that is like it's like my brother Ronnie said. It's like it's like parachuting without a parachute. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just you just go out, cowabunga.
2: I, I remember, you know, I was L two, and running down as fast as I could, and being the wedge breaker, and then just picking the guy right. that I was going to run and, and, and headbutt, and just uh, and, and you'd wait, you'd get up, and you I, you know I fell into more tackles. By just breaking the wedge, because I, you know, I, I wasn't looking for the ball. Well, it's carrier. like
0: it was like bowling. Yeah. It's, it's like you know human bowling for yeah. dollars. And the fact was, the thing that was so exciting though, it you can't understand the adrenaline coursing right. through your veins. Yeah, yeah. Until you line up. And you look over there, and you see these guys. That ball goes, and you are just tearing Mad Hatter style down the field. And then it's Elka, boom, with something. You know, I mean, it just was awesome. And
2: and the way uh, Chuck used to uh, grade it, you got a you got a point for a block and a point for a tackle. Right. And every and uh, Mondays. Or Tuesdays when we're our first day back, you'd always run to the uh, to the, the sheet, score sheet to see what yeah, like kind of points you yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, and the, and it was it was so much fun. Uh, special teams
0: was really it fun. is. Yeah. And you know the thing about it is, like for instance, my brother Ronnie, he was yeah. a four time Pro Bowler yeah. as a special teams performer. Yeah, you know what I mean. And those are you know these are huge one third of the game type right activities that go on out there. You've got to have the core guys like Tyler Matakevich, right. who are are exceptional at getting down there, whether it's kickoff, kickoff return, what have you. Yeah. Um, he's one of those core guys that performs all the way on all of them. Yeah, it, it, it
2: takes a unique mentality to play, and this is what Tyler said, and, and we, we agree with it. Absolutely. It's a unique mentality. Um, it, it's – Today, it's it wouldn't be as much fun because you can't headbutt guys.
0: Right. Right. And it's all a lot different. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I – you know, number one is the fact that, you know, you most, most of the guys were somebody that, you know, they had no regard for their own personal safety yeah. nor for anybody else's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just down there and it's boom. You're yeah. trying to blow up the wedge. Right. Or you're taking somebody out or you're making the great hit. Yeah. And the harder the hit, the, the more – innervating it was, the yeah, crowd got into it, invigorating, enervating, yeah. everything. When it's innervating. That's all the nerves, the nerves, you innervate the nerves. Oh, oh, you know, oh, you yeah. get up and you're like, you're just like wild, I, you know, I, and, yeah. and there was nothing like, after you made the hit, yeah. you'd stand up, and you'd just, you know, just be like, boom, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right, that's I made a, the hit. I
2: made that hit. And, uh, uh, and and on kickoff return, you 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 blast guys. Uh uh, you know it it, it it was fun it was fun too Oh, well, it was i mean
0: especially i the one that I remember was the best one ever was uh my rookie you were playing Houston Oilers right and uh, I was in the back side of the wedge coming around uh-huh. you know and um the I'm sorry wall left Coming around, and there was Tony Frisch, yeah. the, the soccer-style yeah, kicker with the right. one bar. Yeah, so he had ups- him. He had the upside-down hourglass body. Yeah. You know, he had the small upper body and the, the, the hef- heftier yeah. lower body. Yeah. And I remember coming around there, and there was nobody else, and he was right there. And I, it's like we locked eyes from about 12 yards away, and I bore down on him, and his eyes got big and everything and he started backing up he was he was swearing at me in German before he hit, <laughs> before I even hit him he got up he was pointing at me he's going you did not have to do that <laughs> was like, it was just too easy yeah. man it's too uh, easy uh,
2: and I remember we were playing San Diego in that playoff game and I jacked up Hank Bauer and he got up and he wanted to Hank fight is, me yeah well he, Hank is tough yeah Hank, Hank was the, a real he bombardier to fight me. and 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 I was and I was I was swinging at him and then uh, uh, uh Louis Kelcher says that's a little man and he he grabbed me by the back you know by the horse collar right, you know, he, right. he said Louis was
0: a massive yeah, dude Louis, he, he was, was 6'5
2: 350 you know, uh, pounds. You know uh, when he grabbed me I jerked back and uh, and he looked at me and he said now that's a little man you don't you don't need to go fight him and I go, he started it, Louis.
0: Yeah, I Louis. Louis was he was massive. That's yeah. all I remember. You know, the thing about it was they said he hurt his knee, and then he just got blew up. And right. Then he just got massive. Yeah, yeah. And he was a great player. Yeah. There's no question in my mind. And
2: you know, uh, San Diego was was probably uh, along with the Raiders the first team um, that had multiple 300 pounders. Wilbur Young. Yes, Wilbur Young. Yeah. Do you
0: remember Wilbur Young was the only guy. The only time I remember anytime, watching Mike Webster get knocked back on his back. Right. He was blocking back, and Wilbur Young, who was like 6'8", and 300-something, and uh, Webby caught that one. (laughs) Right, right. uh, That's the only time I can ever remember that. and Louis Kelcher,
2: Wilbur Young, and then they had Gary Big Hands Johnson. Right, he was Uh, a great player. He was was the NFL defensive player of the year. And
0: Fred Dean. Yeah, oh, Fred Dean. Fred Dean was – I loved his reply. Fred Dean said – I remember they asked him about uh, training with weights and everything, he, and he was a natural. And he right, goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, he goes, uh, whenever I get the feeling to go lift weights, I just lay down and take a nap throw it passes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a great
2: player. And yes, that, he And that defensive line was very, very good. As so, a uh, matter of fact, I think – And Fred, Leroy
0: Jones. Uh, yes. Yeah. He was another great player. Yeah. But Fred Dean, I thought Fred, Fred Dean uh, was uh, like the first tweener. Yeah, one, of the, he, one he of the was first the first tweener. Yeah, 250, I mean, 260, yeah, yeah. And fast yeah. as all right, get out. Yeah, um, then there was Leslie Nielsen. Uh, uh, Leslie, Leslie O'Neal. O'Neill.
2: But that happened. That that, that, that was years yeah, later. That, that was yeah. years. I think he was a uh, – Leslie O'Neal was a rookie in 83 yeah, or somewhere 84. Around there. And then Lee Williams. They had Lee Williams. Lee yeah. Williams, I forgot about yeah, him. Yeah, they had, they had Lee jet. Williams and uh, Leslie O'Neill. They always had great pass rushes. Leslie
0: Nielsen, that was the guy. <laughs> that's a the guy. That's the guy That's naked
2: cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Um, but you know, he was very funny though. Right, right. Yeah, he was. He was very funny. And I, that, that eighty two playoff game, we were kicking our butts, and we,
0: you and I were on the sidelines going, "I have a feeling Pittsburgh's going." By the way, you know why why Leslie Nielsen jumped to mind? Why? My brother Ronnie. Was uh, in, in Phoenix at the time, and he got into an elevator. It happened to be in the elevator with Leslie Nielsen. Oh, wow. And Leslie had one of these gadgets where it would make, um, shall we say, gaseous body sounds. Oh, yeah. While you're on the yeah. elevator. Yeah. And would and hit he the button. And, and Ronnie said it was hilarious because they, they'd get on this elevator, and people were like starting to recognize him. And he would just hit that button and make a sound. Right. And people were like... That uh, was unbelievable. <laughs> so,
2: anyways, you're in the locker room. He's wolf. I'm touching uh, you. We're we're talking about special teams. We're talking about the San Diego Chargers and Eric Coriel. Uh,
0: that the how did up, we ever get there? Yeah, said yeah you know,
2: well, because we were talking about uh, I got in a fight with. Oh, Hank that's Bauer, right. Yeah, and, and that's then, right. And then you just went okay. Off yeah, that's true. Yeah, then yeah. it yeah. just started becoming become but but, spider you know what, but but you know what? Uh, uh that that game I remember. Was so we we jumped out to a fourteen nothing Which late. one are we talking about? The the Playoff San Diego game? Chargers in the playoffs okay. in eighty two. Right, and then uh, and then we got beat. Yep. You know, every time we got beat in the playoffs, uh, Marino, Hall of Famers, John Elway and yep. Dan Fouts. It yep. wasn't by the team. We were kicking their butts, but it was the Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh uh, yeah, you know, and uh, and the I remember the uh, the way we lost to uh, uh, San Diego was on a throwback screen to Kellen Winslow, uh, yeah. oh, to the man. tight end. You know? uh, and it was a roll right, and we called a blitz, and there was nobody out there. Kellen uh, uh, Winslow just – yeah, he
0: just And jumped. it was in January, yeah. and it was 71 degrees. And it was degrees. 70
2: degrees in January. What happened? I believe happened? it was
0: 71, if no, I recall correctly.
2: I, I, I don't think it was that warm. I think it was like 60s. Was I don't 70? think so.
0: I, I remember being like yeah. 70, and it uh, was ridiculous yeah. just because two weeks earlier had been like, you know, zero yeah. degrees. And we kept thinking, we're going to just yeah. freeze these yeah. guys up.
2: Uh, and we were waiting for sleet, snow, I know. And, and it was just it ridiculous. It was warm. Uh, anyways so uh, Tyler Medakevich, uh says it's a unique mel- mentality we've got a chip on our shoulders we've got something to prove right and that's what that's what you played special teams you because you wanted to play and so you know uh that was a great way to 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 show you yeah yeah something to prove
0: we've got to take a special sort of pride in it right right that's yeah. you know it's you don't get acknowledgement in the way that other t- players right. do Right. But you have to make your own acknowledgement amongst your peer group.
2: And do you remember that uh, 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 fit, uh, Dennis Fitzgerald, Fitz. Our, sp- uh, Fitz, our special teams coach, he kept pulling me on kickoff return into my eighth and ninth year. Yeah, yeah. and I was going, I was going, Fitz, you got – he goes, Tunch, I'm sorry, but I need you. Uh, but you know what? I, I, I actually did enjoy it because you had a big hit – to get you ready for the opening drive, you got
0: innervated. Yeah, you—you got all the nerves. I got just, in, I got innervated. I yes. don't even
2: know what that means. What I does that mean? It—it is—it is the is, nerves. It's—it's
0: it's like you, all the nerves just coming alive. You're uh, innervating. Are you sure the nerves. you're
2: absolutely. not making this up? No, absolutely yeah, not. Uh, all right, look it up. As far as you uh, know, right, look, it <laughs> uh, look it up, Wes. Hey, Wes. As far <laughs> as he knows. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, um,
0: muscular innervation.
2: You know, uh, uh, so, uh, you know, and. There is a competition on the special teams uh, between Tyler, Jordan, Trey, Ola, and Robert Spillane has. B- burst I love though I,
0: I keep. I keep messing around with Jordan. Jordan's fun. Yeah, I mean, because first of all, I love to call him Jordan. Never far from violence, Dangerfield. Yeah, because he is. dangerous. Yeah. What Uh, do you got, Wes? I
2: I go. I go righty. All right. Muscle innervation means to stimulate or supply with
4: energy. Means to put the nerves into something. When nerves go into muscle fiber,
0: there you go. They
2: innervate the muscle fiber.
0: Okay, that was good. When you get a flying headbutt, man, you know that stuff is getting innervated. You
2: know. You know, every, you use a lot of words, and and uh, sometimes they're true, and sometimes they're false.
0: Don't doubt me, my yeah, friend. I, I, Don't I, doubt I, me.
2: I, I'm never gonna doubt you again. No, I am. <laughs> uh, uh, so you know, and, and, and so it, it's you know, Tyler uh, leads with th- thirteen tackles. Jordan is second with eleven. Robert Spillane has nine, but Robert Spillane hasn't been playing all season. He's the uh, last six games, uh, about, and, uh, uh, you know, and there's lots of speed on that team, and it, it is competitive. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, I remember Chuck used to have his points for blocks.
0: Points oh, absolutely. for absolutely. Yeah, so it was very – You remember in Miami the most – yeah, I remember. Awful uh, moment.
2: The most Crash awful. Crash Jensen. Yeah.
0: He uh, he blindsided me. I never saw him. And and Chuck then, said and, and that and was a mighty small number. And then Tommy
2: Biggerito, yep. I thought I had the angle on him, and he blew past me, and he, <laughs> Chuck was contained, contained, contain, contain. contained. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? Yes. I didn't think he was that fast. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take a break, and we'll
0: come back. Because we yeah. got contained here today. Baby. Yeah, we you, got contained. You know, and we're going to contain this. We even got semi-contained. Semi-contained. Yeah, yes. you were semi-contained. I was, but then well, I got—I well, was
2: blindsided. That was the—that was the Thursday night game.
0: Thursday night my, game,
2: and that was when the lights went out in pregame. Remember the the, the lights went out in pregame? I don't
0: remember that. Yeah,
2: I—they—they the, they went the, out for like maybe that uh, was when I got
0: blindsided. Yeah, yeah. The lights went out.
2: <laughs> it was pregame. All right, it was. It maybe was, I had a malfunction. Oh, you malfunction. didn't. You, you didn't go out there for uh, for. Uh, oh, was snap. that specialist? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, we, you know. Uh, that was the uh, Mike Webster cocktail cocktail hour. Cocktail hour. Right. Every, everybody would come and pay homage to Webby. No homage. Oh, homage. homage. Yeah. Yes, I right. yeah okay. Homage. So, uh, uh, you know, I would go out because I was a long snapper, right? But I was the worst long snapper. I never long snapped in a game, but
0: you were a little better than me. <laughs> yeah. That
2: was a little better than you. And, uh, and so we'd go out there and we, we do. And then coaches, players, yep. uh, Opposing coaches would come out and uh, pay homage, uh, homage uh, to yes. uh, Mike Webster. Well done, yeah, that's Well right. done. All right, let's take a break. And uh, when we come back, uh, when we continue this conversation, We, by the way, uh, today we've got Bob Labriola and Jerry Dulac uh, on the show. Uh, and he's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and
5: Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. You know, that's a big if. And I think that's something that we're going to sort out as we push through the week. I'm always a guy that's one foot in front of the other. I don't like the hypothetical discussions. I don't like the contingency plans. It is a waste of time. We're going to work the guys that have been working, that we know are healthy. And as he proves his health to us, and then we'll consider the ways that we will utilize him, obviously he's got a clean bill of health and he's prepared, we know what James is capable of, but we'll ponder those things as they're presented to us in an effort not to waste time with hypotheticals.
2: So if you're a Steeler fan and you were at practice yesterday and you watch James and his jump cuts and his speed, uh, it is a good day and it is sunshine. Now, the The fact is, how does he? uh, Does the, you know, I would have been more comfortable if they were in pads yesterday, Wolf. Right, uh, and he and he took a
0: couple of shots to that shoulder. I know. I don't know how you judge that. Yeah. Other than, uh, he looked good, uh, uh, running and doing the things that you do, all, all but contact. Right. Right. You know. So here's here's the problem when. When you get that first hit, what's going to happen? Right, right. You know, and is the shoulder going to hold up? Yeah. And will it be resilient and strong, or will he have a setback again? And so these are all things that uh, you're going to have to answer at some point in time, and maybe yeah. that point in time will be Sunday night. Yeah, uh, and uh, maybe, you know, uh, maybe it's healed. Uh, maybe it's completely it healed. It could be. Uh, you know, again, I go back to that statement he made when he he referenced yeah. the fact that possibly surgery was needed. Uh-huh. And in my mind when you start talking like that you're talking about the fact there ain't going to be no 100% healing. Yeah. You're going to get to a certain level and it's going to stay there unless you get donkerated again. So how do you
2: put James on a pitch count?
0: Um I'm going to I'm going to ease him in, but I also and this is the thing about it, look you you know I'm I'm a featured back guy. All I right. like I like the featured back. I don't like I don't like the committee stuff. You don't like uh, running no. back by committee. I don't like you know because one thing I always remember. I read this quote once when I was when I was younger. Uh, remember a zebra is a horse that was put together by a committee. Right. And that meaning you got mixed results and unintended consequences that right. result from it. Now having said that, you're also in a position where you're doing what you have to do right, right. now because you've right. got to piecemeal it together. Given the fact that James, right now, we don't know what he's capable of. Uh, He doesn't even know how long it can last because it's just like it did the last time he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. He got so far and then he was out. Um, You've got to keep everybody in the mix. Right. You know, they had a 13-play drive down in Arizona this past weekend where all four backs contributed. Three had carries, one Jalen Samuels caught a pass. So, the fact is, you've got to be able to use these guys, but... You know, again, we're, I'm, I'm disappointed in sense. I would like to see one guy take over.
3: Well,
2: you know, I I don't think it's going to be James taking over the whole game this Can't week because it. because uh, you know he's been out yes. uh, and he's you know he's going to get fatigued. Um, Not only that, I, I, I keep wanting to see Kareth White. I mean, he's got an 8.2 average. Uh, you know, and, and I you know I know Benny's the power guy, but. Uh, I like Gareth White is
0: very very intriguing.
2: Yeah. Now you know what would be sad if uh, Trey Essex or Trey Edmonds doesn't get a hat. Because uh, oh, don't speak that. Yeah, oh, yeah, what a bummer that would be coming it, up this it would, game. It would be a bummer because you know sure. yeah. you want to
0: be able to. One of the things that's going to be big is they are going to actually take a family snapshot. Right. Right. Yeah. With their mom and dad. Yeah. On I, the field.
2: So I, I, I would. Uh, um, uh, I, I, I would hope that Mike would. You know. You know, Mike's. Mike is very conscious of those things. Oh, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and, and you know what?
2: And, and I. I. I, I am. If I was on the competition committee, and this is really makes me mad, everybody on the fifty-three gets a hat. Nobody, you know, I, I you know, I'm You're sick of this. You're preaching to the choir, uh, you know. I'm sick of this. I'm, I'm sick of uh, uh, the, the fact that uh, the guys got to sit down. You make the team, you get a hat. Absolutely. Uh, and, 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 it, and, it's, and it's Garganzola to quote the great Myron Cole to say it, it's, it, it, it has, it hid. It uh, affects the competitive balance. It doesn't. How does it affect? God, ah, you know, you know, and if, if Ben's hurt, Ben's hurt. Yeah. If uh,
0: if James is hurt, James is hurt. If Wes has pulled a brain cell, he's yeah, pulled yeah. a brain cell. You know, cell. you
2: know, brain. You know, if, if uh, Wes can't come here, we we we're lacking. We got bring Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to bring Jake, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we bring Jake over. Now. But you know, the the fact of the matter is, uh, I hate the rule, and I and I think. And if they you know what? And if the NFL goes preach it, brother. To, to 18 games next year or the can't after the contract, uh the new uh collective bargaining contract, you got to give everybody a helmet. You can't uh, absolutely you, you can't, no question
0: yeah. right after they, they boost our pension. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> More pension for the old guys. <laughs> before before you get off your soapbox, yeah. continue the rent for more pension. <laughs> more, more pension for the old guys. We you know our you know our Had to era. redirect the rant. Uh, of yeah, all
2: of I, it I, was. our era. Uh, our era. You can't live just on your pension alone. Absolutely. And so we got to get it. We got man shall not job. live on pension yeah, alone. Yeah, that's right. So we got to we we got. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna call Guy Morris.
0: Who's Guy Morris?
2: Or, or Guy? Uh, or uh, that, uh, guy, uh, that guy? Whatever uh, that guy is. Yeah, yeah the, uh, Mor- De Smith. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, guy, Morris. guy Morris played center for Philadelphia. God. <laughs> See, I got a concussion issue. Uh, DeMoris Smith. I want to talk to DeMorris Smith. Get, get you know, get more pension. Oh, it's De like Maurice
0: that. or something like that. The- Demora. Demora. Yeah, DeMoris.
2: Okay. Uh, and Guy Morris played center guy for Morris. Philadelphia. Him <laughs> too. He was from Texas Christian. Oh, okay. Ah, TCU, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know who played with him? Huh. Uh, uh Dave McGuinness, uh, the uh, head coach of uh, of Indiana State. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Right? No, he was the defense coordinator at oh. in Indiana State, but he was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, uh, not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, he's <laughs> not. He's uh, and he was the head coach
0: of Tennessee. And you uh, notice how much he's he's spider webbing right now. Right, I right, mean, right. And he he accuses me. Of like getting out on a tangent, I'm looking at you going. You're doing pretty good on yourself yeah, yeah, here, yeah, right, right.
2: Well, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to bring my brain back <laughs> in in the progression. Get the, back on your soapbox it, for it, further it, pension it, for the, the, the proger- old guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that that uh, that I I want to say is, you know, I, I think that. Mike Tomlin has to be considered for uh, Coach of the Year. Right. Uh, you know, he has done a, a fantastic job, especially if the Steelers get into the playoffs.
0: No question and, about it.
2: And, and, I mean, he's done a fantastic job this year uh, with all the injuries. I, I always
0: struggle because I love Labs reasoning <laughs> Coach of the Year is a Super Bowl winner. Right, you yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. That, that's de facto. But there are certain circumstances that go above and beyond – the normalcy of what an NFL year-long right. journey is all about. Yeah. And right now, Mike has experienced it all. Yeah. From losing your Hall of Famer big-time quarterback, right. you know, two guys dropping left and right in injury situations, what have you, trying to replace the production of two guys that could have seriously been considered at one time Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, that, is, uh, that is a, a huge workload uh, to have to undergo and he's he's held up to it yeah. and he's done so without um you know the one thing about him you, you never see him like looking like he's slowed down exhausted or tired no you no know, he's just always seeming to be on top of things and on the go yeah uh, so that's that's great yeah yeah i i, I think he's you know he's his
2: leadership skills are he, phenomenal uh, you know his he is he is i would have loved to play for oh absolutely i would have loved to play for him oh, uh, you know, and you know what, one of the things that Terry said, uh, last year, or was it the year before last that he was a cheerleader, you know, Terry would have loved I Mike, know. you know, the, the, the issues that he had with Chuck, he would have loved Mike. I know it. Yeah. It's, I, 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 it, it's funny that, that he would say that,
0: uh, you know, yeah, that, that yeah, was Terry though. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to figure Terry out. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Terry. You'll, we love him. He's yeah. we Great love him. Teammate, he was a Great teammate. He, you know, a lot of fun. But, uh, Trying to figure him out was, yeah, uh,
2: that's just wasting time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, so, you know, I, I, I just think um, Mike should be considered uh, and Terry would have loved him because, you know, Terry even said that, you know, Chuck, he, he wanted a hug.
0: Yeah, he needed more nurturing, yeah, you know, more, so to speak, and, uh, you
2: know. And, uh, and
0: and Mike is a nurturer. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. He can give you the kick in the pants or the right. pat on the back. Yeah, uh,
2: and so uh, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna see how that plays out. You know, uh, Absolutely. we're gonna see how that plays out. Um, all right, we're gonna take a break, and uh, when we come back, oh, by the way, it's four one two nine one nine one three one six. Boy, you're getting so good at that. Yeah, choice. yeah, I'm, I'm slowing. Just proud down. of you, man. I'm, slow, I'm slowing down. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have more stuff. Uh, Wolf is going to tell you how James and Juju did last yesterday in practice. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room.
3: We're to run the ball good. So when you got all those things, it makes you know, my job easier and it makes it easier to to, to get the offense going. All
2: right, we are back. And that was just talking about the offense. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny. I, I I love the way Mike says just don't kill us. Right. Uh but I think he's got uh you know, between he and Randy Fiedner and the all the whole offensive staff, yeah, I I I'm I'm looking for a big outing by Duck. I, I, I'm looking for him to fly uh you know Absolutely. uh, Fly, duck, fly. Fly, duck, fly. Robin fly. Well, the closer we get to it. Yeah, we don't have a fly, duck, fly. Exactly. So so we will do as we can do. But think
0: about this. At this point, Duck is completing 71.3% of his passes. Yeah. His average attempt is at 8.5. Chalucci's at a 103.2 rating. Right. That's pretty good stuff based on, you know, a short, you know, sample.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, and um, I think Duck. I, I I'm going to make a prediction here. I think Duck is going to have his best game of the year Sunday night. Uh, I I just think that uh, um, it's a big
0: step up in defense.
2: Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I and uh, I I understand that, but you know, when Duck makes quick decisions, he completes his passes, and he 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 doesn't. He's not waiting around. He, he's he's making them quick
0: let me ask you this and this is this is a worry okay right at what point does duck if at, at some point do you think there's a point where you might start to think okay i gotta feel like i get a good grasp of this offense i got a good foundation right i'm gonna take some more chances now that's the one thing that worries me now, and it's not that uh, he, you know it's he's go- getting wild at the ball it's just that by nature, this young guy, he's hes, he's a gunslinger. This guy's put a lot of passes through the air. Right. You know what I mean? And he's been very capable in what he's done in his college career and the, what he's shown thus far. And at some point you might go, yeah, I think I got this. And you you start to try to put it in the windows that maybe you, you shouldn't. Uh, you know, I, I don't think
2: – I think um, from a standpoint of uh, the number of games he's played – Right. Right. And the experience he, he is accumulating, uh, I, I I'm not worried about that. Okay. I, I just think um, you know to uh, it, it, you know playing quarterback is nowhere like nowhere near playing offensive line, but competing in the NFL, whether whatever position you're at is comparable. So I, I you know I think uh, uh, about us and you know the first game you start you're you're, you're wide-eyed and you're wide-eyed and bushy-tailed right. and you're you're just kind of going whoa i'm starting and it's kind of um, it's not overwhelming but it's it, it is very very intense and then the more you play all of a sudden you're not just focused on your guy you're focused on the defense you're focused on Uh, what you guys have to do uh, offensively and defensively. And you start getting more familiar with uh, not only your surroundings, you know, the guys to your left, the guy to your right, uh, the guy across the uh, uh, line of scrimmage from you, and you start seeing the game more clearly.
0: Uh, But, okay, let me just throw something in here. All right. All right, that one little thing inside you that says – I can do this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And that confidence grows. You want that confidence to yeah. grow, but within within that confidence, you have to have and make sure that you have discernment about what you're doing. Right. And that does create a problem. I remember my first few starts. You know, I can't remember. It was like game. You know, a couple games in, I'm like going, Hey, all right. You know, yeah. and then and then I somebody runs. This. Yeah, somebody blows you up. And you're like going, Okay, I, I can't. <laughs> I I'm, I'm get humbled. Yeah. <laughs> I I think you know well, the point is, that's. That's that that, that dichotomy, right. you know, where you're sitting there going, I can jam this in and, and make a big play, or do I stay safe? And that's one of the things, the, to, to me, is the interesting battle that's going to result within.
2: And, and, you know, I think that uh, um, he's got a lot of guys – you know, uh, from Ben to Randy,
0: right? True. Uh, you good know point.
2: that that, that are, are helping him. You know, right. He's that's not. a good point. He, he's not out there by himself. I mean, he is out there by himself, but he's getting help.
0: Ducks don't fly yeah, alone, that, baby. That's
2: right. That they, you know, they don't. <laughs> they they flock. They fly in flocks, and geese fly in gaggles. That's right. Uh, and but, anyways, um, you know, and and to think, this is going to be a playoff atmosphere Sunday night. It's oh, it going, is. It is going it's going to, going to be, be exciting. It is going to be exciting, and it's uh, uh, it's going to be uh, like a playoff game, and uh, it's going to be very
0: intense. Yeah. I'm interested to see how he handles this, right? You know, because this is a step up in intensity. This right. is a step up in uh, defensive skills on the opposite side of the ball from you. Right. These are guys that can sack. Uh, they're they're pretty good at that. They got a good secondary. Got a couple of safeties that I think pretty good guys yeah um you got you got uh, one of your 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 teammates brother looking at you across the line of scrimmage it's again this is going to be uh, a, a game where i think um it's going to it's going to be as, well, as good know, as it's i think it's going to live up to all expectations yeah, as far as being a hard-hitting game you know
2: jordan phillips is a, is a pretty darn good pass rusher he's a big he's a guy right. he's a collapser of the pocket jerry hughes uh and Shaq lawson uh our uh, zip uh, uh die. Our, our zip do die guys and uh and then uh uh you how know how about
0: star load La whatever
2: yeah uh he, he he's a penetrator yeah he is a yeah.
0: true four by four four wheel yeah. drive guy yeah. Yeah. i was watching him yesterday yeah my goodness that guy is like a sumo
2: yeah but you know the guy but but jordan phillips is bigger he is Jordan, but you know, uh, uh, what's, what's Latula Lele is, is 315. Jordan Phillips is 341. 663 He three looks 41, like and that he uses and his sometimes. Yeah. He uses his hands well. But it, sometimes he He's looks, a good
0: bull rusher. He's, yeah. But he just, he just, like, plugs in and goes. Yeah, yeah. If you can sit heavy on it, it's not like you're not going to lose him. You're not going to get ghosted by that guy. Right, right. But uh, you may be driven into the quarterback. lap. You could. Lap. Yeah. You could, yeah. unless you hunker down dogs Yeah, make sure you sink. I, again, vertical protection against that guy, no way. Yeah,
2: well, I, you know, if I was David DeCastro, I'd jump him every time. Oh, I'd short set him. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, getting back to Duck. Yes. Um. The th- the thing is, how do you sus- you know his production has been, as you uh, pointed out, very good. How do you sustain that as a young player?
0: You've got to keep an even keel. Yeah, and I think one of the things I'm really impressed with Duck is talking with him, uh, listening to him talk in the uh, press stuff that he's got to do, um, talking to other guys about him. The one thing that always comes through is he's calm, cool, and collected. Right. You know, he doesn't get r- his feathers ruffled. Uh, if you, <laughs> you, I couldn't you, help it. You, you couldn't were, help it. You, yeah, you couldn't help I it. just, low, just low couldn't help fruit. it. You, Absolutely. He doesn't but get his feathers he ruffled. He doesn't get his feathers ruffled. You know, he stays in control. And right now, thus far, I think one of the greatest things about him is, number one, he makes quick decisions, and two, he stays within himself. Yeah. He's not trying to take the shots that I think are, are beyond him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I think those are impressive things about him, and including the fact that couple of times when he ran at very appropriate times. Right. I mean, you're talking about, one, he had a 22-yard scamper yeah. for crying out loud. That was absolutely phenomenal. He had 34 yards rushing. He's not going to be anything that, uh, you know, Kyler Murray would ever talk about, no, you know, a guy great. he had to surpass. But appropriate running with the ball at well, different you, times you are know what? huge. That, that's what I
2: like about him because he, for someone so young, he has a great feel. Yeah, he has Absolutely. a great feel. He, he, he you know he knows what to do and when to do it and uh, I, I like that uh, I, you know I, I like that and I think that's you know uh, I'm assuming now you know uh, you, you know, know what happens there, you, when you assume? Oh yeah, you had to bring that up yeah. but i as I'm assuming that uh, he builds on his experience and his uh, playmaking ability, and uh, I, I think it's going to uh, it's gonna shine this game.
0: Not to be overlooked, though, is the fact that the Bills still struggle defending the run. Yeah. Okay, overall, th- they're good, but they still struggle defending the run, and I think the running game is still something that, given the fact right. that, you know, you're at home, you got that ob- opportunity to get off on the snap count, yeah. you can use that as a weapon. And be able to get yeah, after them. Yeah, a bit.
2: you could uh, uh you could cause them to jump. Uh they're they're quick trigger uh guys. Uh you know, i, I I'm I'm I I I like this. I I am I'm excited. I'm glad this game is at home. Yes. If this game is was in Rich
0: Stadium, oh it would, it would be it, would it would more, be much more difficult. more difficult. Do you remember when we were up there the last time how much how bad that was, yeah. how deafening the crowd was. Right. The roaring everything yeah, else. Yeah. That would be a difficult, uh, you know, place, and especially with the wind. The way the wind comes in off the lake up there, and because this the 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 Bill Stadium is below ground level. I mean, it's it was dug out, yeah. So the wind would dip over and and shoot down. It was like crazy. It, it, the, the the headwind coming the in off winds, the lake.
2: The uh, winds at Rich Stadium are the most unique I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember when uh, Harry Newsom punted it, and he almost f- fair caught his own punt. It
0: landed three yards yeah, beyond the uh, line of
2: scrimmage. It was, yeah, and, and the uh, color guard for the national anthem—they couldn't hold up the the flags. No, remember it,
0: it was? Yeah, thrown, it was throwing the wind was blowing so hard. It, yeah, and I remember you and I standing on the sidelines. We were literally screaming at the at the gunners to turn around and run back. Right, right, go right. Back, go back. Go back. Go back. <laughs> Everybody was yelling, go back, man. Yeah. Because that, that ball just held up. It shot straight up like a rocket. Yeah. You know, and I, I remember uh, another game there where you had a plastic bag. I watched it. It blew out onto the field and rolled, you know, just like a scrub grass across the right. turf. All of a sudden at the 50-yard line, it hit something. And shot straight up in the air like a rocket. Right. And it went, I mean, it went up way over the top of the stadium. Uh-huh. And I was looking at it going, okay, that's telling you that that wind current is really crazy. I don't think we ever won in Rich Stadium, did we? I, I don't mean, remember it. I remember, uh, I thought,
2: I can't we remember. We didn't win our rookie year. No, no. That's when I got concussed. Yeah, yeah. And I was going, "Wow!" Our dude, second year was uh, the blaze yeah. orange is really cool. <laughs> You're like totally out there, <laughs> like, you know? Wow. Yeah.
0: But I the the second year, the thing I remember was um, the second game there was Webby squeezing the ball twice on Freddie and Freddie Smarlett, and, Smurless Smurless and, and, jumped, and Fred. that was our only first down in right, the first right. half. I don't think we were doing very well. Right, right. Um, and then uh, well, 87, we, 88.
2: We beat them at home. Yeah. Yeah, we beat them at home. Yeah. But I remember uh, when uh, 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 Jim Kelly threw four touchdown passes to Don Beebe. Oh, yes. Right. BB Gun. Yes. Yeah, the BB Gun
0: showed up in a big way. You know, that was a phenomenal group of guys right. that uh, were out there in, in the 90s. Yeah. Those guys were just tremendous. Right. Yeah, they Can won the four Super Bowls. Think about that. Can you imagine the to go to four Super Bowls and not win one, and not win, yeah. I think if the if they weren't wide wide right or whatever it was the first time, yeah. I the, think they'd uh, have won. The Giants, yeah, yeah. I think they'd have won three or four, or yeah. two or th- two or three. Anyhow, no, I
2: don't think they would have won. They just would have won that one.
0: Nah, I don't think so. I think yeah. they would have yeah. won more. Yeah, at least one more. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And a lot of them, they were they were you know you talked to those guys and they had the the uh, the four falls of uh, of uh, the Bills. Yeah. Uh, you know, that uh, 30 for 30 special? Yeah. They came back. That was very interesting, yeah. to to those guys talk. And you know what? That I, was a great group. I really like Marv Levy. Oh, uh, he's tremendous. When,
2: you know, Marv Levy was uh, uh, a coach in the, uh, um, uh, in the Pro Bowl one year. And he just, I, I just thought he I was I saw him at the classic. Combine yeah. in
0: Indianapolis. I went up and had to introduce myself and shake his hand. Yeah. because I just thought was very great, highly of him. He was a he great was, guy. yeah
2: uh, and uh, I remember, uh, uh, you know, Bruce Smith goes, all right, everybody up. <laughs> the there you go. Practice. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back. Everybody up. Uh, every <laughs> When we come back, it's going to be Bob Labriola. He's Wolf. I'm toucher in a locker room.
5: They get production from a lot of places. Their, their sack total is impressive. I think they got close to 40, 38 or so in the season. But just the way it's spread around the vast number of people is really challenging. Uh, They pressure a lot. Um, They they bring secondary people, they bring safeties, they bring nickels. Uh, They really challenge you and keep you off balance that way. Can't say enough about young Edmonds in the middle of the thing. Uh, He makes plays at all levels. He's a sideline to sideline player and tackler. He's capable blitzer. He had an interception last week. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold.
2: Steelers
1: Nation Radio.
2: And their defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier is very aggressive. And uh, uh, so it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere. Uh, Sunday night football. Steelers wearing their color rush jerseys. I, I, I don't I, mean, I like them. Yeah, yeah. I I don't like them. And uh, please welcome our good buddy Bob Labriola from uh, uh, Steelers. Steelers Digest, and Steelers Radio Network. All things Steelers. Uh, welcome, Labs. How are you, brother?
6: Five and zero oh, in those color rush jerseys here. Tunch, do not, do not discount the power of the color rush.
0: Well spoken. That's serious mojo. Do you
6: you
2: really think what you wear has an effect on how you
0: play?
6: Absolutely not. But I have to disagree with you. That's in my contract.
0: (laughs) You know. You know. I I think about this. You know. They they say uh, you know clothes make the man. Yeah. There you go. Huh? Yeah. How about that? The color rush. It's different. It's a different thing, and uh, I think it's kind of an exciting. You know, twist every now and then when you when you put that stuff on. Uh, Deion said, you're sartor-
6: "And you're a sartorial splendiferous dude yourself, there, Wolf."
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> a- 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 Dion Sanders said, "You look good. You play. G- you look good. You feel good. You feel good. You play good." <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well. There you go. So, are you living in your fears this week? Are you living uh, uh, in
6: your uh, bravado? Uh. I don't uh, probably somewhere in between. I mean, I, I don't I just don't believe that there's any real reason to go into a game, you know, with this Steelers roster feeling cocky. Um, and uh, I think that uh, on the other hand, um, you know, they, the Steelers can beat any team that is left on their schedule. And so, you know, it, it comes down really. And I, I get the cliche, you know, about uh, the turnovers. Uh, But if this Steelers team doesn't beat itself, uh, it makes itself very difficult to beat. And, um, you know, Devlin Hodges to this point has protected the football well, and he deserves, you know, all the praise and credit for that. But, you know, I don't know that he is to the level um, where you can just count on that. And so, um, you know, I'm hopeful, but uh, I'm guarded. Uh, I I guess would be the description of how I uh, feel about this game. Uh, The the Bills are a very good team. Uh, You can't, you know, you can't allow yourself to, you know, say the uh, Buffalo Bills and get in your mind what they used to be, because that's not what they are this year.
0: You know, Lebs, one of the things that uh, Tunch and I were talking about earlier, and I like how you said guarded when you're talking about Devlin, one of the things I think it's practical, because – my, my feeling is you worry about at what point in time does he does he start to get a little confident and maybe try to overdo some things, you know, go to windows that maybe he wouldn't normally go, or does he stay within himself? Because what I like about him, two things. He makes quick decisions, and um, he doesn't seem to try to overdo what he can do. You know, he timely runs, short. Short, uh, and, and during the game will run, different times when it's appropriate. He'll throw the short ball. He'll throw a touch ball. Um, but he doesn't try to jam things into where he shouldn't so thus far.
2: Wolf is worried about that he's he's going to get cocky and start throwing the ball all,
0: all over the. You know, he's no, living I don't in think his you're fears. Seeing- you know what? That's true. All I right. think I'm hanging out with Labs. Labs and I are more copacetic, <laughs> and I think poor Labs is certain going, if I'm like him mind-wise, I'm in
6: trouble. Well, I folks, think
2: Labs, he's going to have his best game of the year this Sunday night.
6: And that would be tremendous. And, you know, uh, again, I'm not hoping for him to fail or predicting that he does fail, but I can tell you this. If he starts throwing picks, you'll see Mason Rudolph on that field pretty quick. I mean, this is not – you know, Devlin Hodges. Uh, just like Mason Rudolph, um, you know, that's not Ben. They they, no. they don't have, you know, the resume. They don't have, you know, the emotional bank account with the head coach, you know, that a two-time Super Bowl winning um, All-Pro all right. all Bowl multiple times future Hall of Fame quarterback does. And so, you know, um, this job is his. Uh, I'm talking about Devlin Hodges. He will start, I believe, uh, you know, the rest of this season, as long as he doesn't start turning the ball over. He throws a couple, three picks in the first half. Um, you know, all bets are off. I mean, I don't think Mike Tomlin is going to stand by. Right, uh, right. I, I agree with you. He didn't do yeah. it with Mason Rudolph either. So uh, this team has come too far, and they've overcome too much, I believe, to, for uh, Mike Tomlin to allow it all to go to pieces because of one guy's bad half. And so, you know, again, I, I think that that helps too. Devlin Hodges stay within himself That's because as long as you do what you're you know what they're coaching you to do and telling you to do you get to play if you don't um, you, know, you can't be um, a gunslinger you know Terry Bradshaw uh, when you're a, an undrafted rookie in his first you know what, he hasn't even started six games yet I don't think so um, you know everybody needs to know who they are and what they are and so far everybody does and so as I said I'm not hoping that he fails or predicting that he will. I'm just here to tell you that, um, you know, nothing is guaranteed uh, from one quarter to the next For, And the same goes, I would imagine, for Benny Snell or, you know, some of the other offensive players. If they start doing the kinds of things that are helping to prevent their team from having a chance to win, their butt will be on the bench. I mean, and that's the way it should be at this point.
2: You know, uh, uh, Labs, uh, the cumulative effect of uh, uh, Duck uh, playing week in and week out. The lab, I, I think he's, uh, um, you know, the, the one thing I like about his arm is he's very accurate and he he's got a quick release. Uh, and uh, he, you know, Wolf mentioned the uh, uh, the quick decisions. Well, one of the best throws he made was last week. To Deontay Johnson uh, at the pylon, uh, you know it, it was a comeback outcut, and he fired it. And uh, you know before that, I, I thought his passes uh, tended to hang, um, but I've seen uh, much more oomph on his throws, and I see a lot of torque in his body when he throws the ball. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what I'm going to see from him on uh, Sunday night.
6: Yeah. That two yard touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson, that was a big time throw uh, in terms of several factors in my mind that the the timing of the throw, you know, he threw it really before he came out of the break, the accuracy of the throw was right on the money. And, you know, um, and as you mentioned, you know, it had some zip on it. And so, yes, that was, That, to me, and on both ends, really, because that was a a big time, I thought, NFL route, catch, and toe tap uh, by the rookie receiver, too, Deontay Johnson. That, to me, looked like 7 to 84 a little bit, you know, back in the old days. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I'm not predicting that, you know, either one of those guys is going to, you know, continue on that path, uh, you know, to follow in those footsteps. But, you know, I think that what it shows is both of those guys have uh, what it takes, or then they're showing what it takes uh, to be a contributing part, you know, of winning football in December in the NFL. And that's not an insignificant thing. It really is not. I mean, these are playoff games, really, uh, essentially, I believe, for the Steelers. So uh, when you're getting those kind of contributions from these young people, it really gives you optimism not only for the present, you know, but then for the immediate future, you know, the next couple of weeks, and that's why I just, you know, when you have guys performing like this, like that, at that level, I just don't think you allow someone at another position, or maybe one of those guys in the future at their positions, to take everybody else down with poor play, and so, um, and I believe that there's an understanding of that you know, throughout that locker room. I mean, if Marquise Pouncey has a bad snap on shotgun, that's a different thing from, you know, Devlin Hodges throwing an interception in the first quarter of the game. I mean, they're they're two different players. Their stature is different. What they've accomplished in this league and for this team is different. But, uh, you know, again, um, I keep banging the same drum. Uh, You know, nothing is guaranteed. And Mm -hmm. I I just, I, I like, I just like how, that attitude seems to have permeated that locker room and guys are doing what they need to do. And, you know, kudos to them.
0: You know, one of the good things that has come out of the fact that Juju, uh, you know, being injured, if you want to call one of the good things is the fact that we've seen James Washington and Deontay Johnson step up and look like number ones uh, as far as in the receiver room on separate weekends. They're guys that uh, have really contributed and grown. And I think, One of the parts that that really is, to me, very encouraging is that without Juju, you don't really have a known element of guys that they're going to roll their coverage towards. So these guys have to create that separation and knowing uh, they've got to do it basically on their own. Um, So with Juju maybe coming back, the possibility exists that it can be more helpful to a couple of guys who have made some great strides over the last couple weeks.
6: Yeah, I I agree with that, and I'll I'll just add that Uh, I like the fact that over the last, past, previous three weeks, it was two different guys, too. You know, James Washington had those two big games, Cincinnati and Cleveland. And then in the Cleveland game, Deontay Johnson had a bad game, uh, particularly on that interception and failure to touch the guy down. And then you go to Arizona, and Deontay Johnson has a huge game, punt return, uh, that reverse he had a couple right. of catches beyond, besides the touchdown that I thought were critical in the possessions in which they occurred, and you know you have a rookie who has a bad game, he bounces back, and maybe you could. I don't know that you it would be a stretch to make the case that he was the reason that they won, Deontay Johnson, and you like to see that too. So um, you know, and the fact that. I don't know, one of the things that I like the most about this recent streak is that it's not the same guys every week.
3: Yeah. And so if you're an
6: opponent, you really don't have someone to focus on. I mean, which, okay, let's just pretend Juju doesn't play Sunday just for the sake of this conversation. Okay, James Washington and Deontay Johnson, if you're the opposing defensive coordinator or head coach, which one of those two do you tell your team is their number one receiver? I mean, I don't know that you can And so – uh, because of that, I think it just helps uh, the offense and both of them uh, be more effective.
2: Yeah, you know uh, what? What I, I agree with you. I love the way he distributes the ball, and even if uh, Juju plays, uh, I think it, it, it's it's going to be equally it's not the fact that he's yeah, going to yeah. be. You know, he's not. I, I, I don't think the duck is focused in on any any one guy. I, I think that what I, what I see. Uh, duck is a lot of times uh, he'll come up to the line of scrimmage if uh, if one corner is off I mean he's going to take he's going to take the yardage uh, and then if if one corner corner is pressed and uh, you know especially against James Washington and maybe he's going to go long on them uh, y- you're going to see that and but but the, what I like about it is the decisions are made quickly uh, and so um uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm very encouraged. Now I want to ask you another question. Uh, you you you've got an uh, asked and answered. Do you, did you get any unusual questions today?
6: I got a re, uh, an unusual submission for an answer. What? From your partner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what. And I'll tell you. And I, the, one of the things I loved about it was. He wrote it for me. It wasn't one of these. I'll tell you, and then you write it for me. He just wrote it and sent it in, and right. it was tremendous. Yeah. Salute! Oh, oh you yeah. didn't have to uh, get all the
0: squiggles and point uh, exclamation points and you know, apostrophes and stuff like that. I
6: I, I put a I put a, I fixed a couple of commas, but outside of that, also wasn't bad. I mean, you know.
0: All right, um, it was it was it was you take, readable. You
6: take. A, <laughs> Yeah, you take a lot of heat in that room for, uh, you know, your college performance. And I'm here to tell you that, you know, if, uh, I, I've, I've read uh, from people who allegedly have journalism degrees. Uh, they don't understand uh, capitalization and punctuation and or spelling, even when using a machine that has spell check. So uh, I'm here to tell you that uh, that was awfully clean and succinct to the point, And um, I appreciate your participation. Well, Thank you, so and I was, was honored question? to be a bonnet.
2: Well, tell tell our listeners what the question was.
6: Why does he? Why does Wolf call you Chalooch?
0: <laughs>
6: there the you go. I'm boiling it down to you know very simple terms.
0: That was it, and I think I got the spelling of Chalooch right because it wasn't the C H I, but it was the C H A. And we go well, up.
6: whichever way you. I think you're the only one who really knows what that means, Wolf. It's like. Yeah. Well, it, I was going to compare it to Myron using the word joy, but I think that's Yiddish. And so yeah. there would be some others who would uh, know what that meant. Yeah. Toluse to me is, a, is, you know, it's like mojination. You made that yeah. one up. Yeah.
0: The beauty of it is, you know, on that day when we were loafing, uh, he was he got sick. I brought bonbons over. That's right. You know, and we were hanging out watching movies, and that's what started the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, we watched uh Pope Pope of, Greenwich of Greenwich Village. Village. Yeah, Mickey Rourke, Eric Roberts. Yeah, so that's where it came from, and that—that that of course was Charlie was uh, Mickey Rourke and Eric Roberts referred to his cousin Charlie as Chalooch, yeah. which was slang for
6: Charlie. Yeah, combined. I want to go grandpa. back. I want. What's that? I want to go back to the bonds. How yeah. much? <laughs> I will pick a bag of those that that was necessary to, to keep you two guys at that time. In he your brought a bit He, advice.
2: you know, you 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 don't remember, but you brought McDonald's and bonbons. Oh, did I? I forgot about yeah, the McDonald's. Yeah, 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 McDonald's and bonbons, and uh, it was a feast.
0: My brother was was not feeling well. I brought him some chow. Yeah, you know, yeah. we we knocked down the bonbons and after the McDonald's. Yeah, after of course. the McDonald's. Yeah. So, all
2: right, uh, Bobby, thank you so much. Uh, as usual, you bring great insight. Uh, uh, Bob Labriola, a good buddy of ours, Steelers Digest, Steelers.com, and Steelers Radio Network.
0: All thanks things- for letting me do it on that. On Asked and Answered, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
6: I, I, hope, I hope I get more questions that I can just forward them to you and you can answer them. That's, <laughs> I, I, I love yeah. letting other people do my work. Yeah. People, anytime. <laughs>
0: All uh, right. That's definitely Tom sawyer uh,
2: there. yeah, we are. yeah. You yeah right. Finn. I'll give you a bite of my apple if you whitewash the <laughs> yeah, fence. Exactly. You know,
6: you know, right. Well, you know, uh, Kevin Colbert, that was his. He brought the uh, f- uh, the phrase, uh, if you have red paint, paint the barn red. That was a right. d- Don Shula told him that when uh, Kevin worked down in Miami. You know, my phrase is, if you have red paint, get somebody else to paint the barn. Uh, while you lay on the side, do nothing.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, now that's mojination, uh, baby. I like that. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, all right, we're going to take a break. Uh, thank you, Bob, uh, as Thanks, always. Thanks, Labs. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have Jerry Dulac. Uh, he's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in a locker room.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio.
2: So we're back, and we got our good buddy uh, from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and uh, Steelers Radio Network, Jerry Dulac. uh, From from McKeesport. uh, And uh, (laughs) uh, he's sponsored by Zookie Sports Tavern, Rod 51 in Falston. Featuring two dollars sixteen ounce Yingling Lager drafts all day on Saturdays, uh, and uh, there was, gave they gave up. And, like and then you go, them, "What you?
4: time am I on?" Yeah. Oh, Eleven twenty. <laughs> you right. keep reading.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, dude, so, so, so you gave up on him, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, he yeah. said, "I'm not gonna stop texting." Yeah, he, he had it. I had just it. figured, I yeah, it. I just I sent I it to him.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, and uh, so uh, and there, you there, think w- in a week's time, I'd have figured
4: out where Falston is.
2: Yeah, there were two McKeesport residents playing golf in Scottsdale, Arizona.
4: McKeesport native, yes. Yeah, McCur-
2: McKeesport Yeah, like natives.
4: you you, you were a one-time resident. Yeah, I was a one-time a resident.
2: Yeah, right. But I was an honorary member of the Croatian well, Club. Yes, you and, were. And, uh, and the Sons of Italy in Glassport.
4: <laughs> that's where my family. from. Yeah, lived, that's right. Glassport. So,
2: uh, and, and I, I did and, and it with Jerry Glusick. Right, right. And uh, Jerry Glusick was an All-American at Indiana State, outside linebacker. He tried out for the Steelers in 1980. And I... I always say this, if we were running the 3-4 in 1980, Jerry would have made the team. Made the team, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, uh, we were playing the 4-3, and uh, so we went out We went out to dinner with he and his uh, uh, wife, Kim. And nice. Was, uh, yeah, he's in yeah.
4: Scottsdale. Uh, yeah, my friend Brian Cooper, who had just, um, he's a McKeesport guy, he actually is a conditional member of the Champions Tour, uh, made it last year, and then oh. just finished tied for 23rd in qualifying school uh, Thursday it ended, and he was hoping for top five. The top five is full time member of the Champions Tour, but he's a conditional member anyway. So we played. Uh, we played
2: Saturday. I, you know, I wouldn't think good golfers come out of McKeith's <laughs> That's two that I know. And then we went and,
4: we went and had outstanding Mexican, and I know you said you did. Yeah, do. yeah. We well, do. I go to a place all the time with him. It's fantastic. Uh, Los Dos Molinos in in Phoenix. I don't know if there is one in Scottsdale. Right. I don't right. know. Yeah. But there anyway. was a tremendous
0: one. My brother got uh, – we went down there and picked up some take-home. Yeah. He went back to his house. Which one? Um, you don't know the name? I can't remember uh, the name. You mean this re- most recent? Yeah, time when or? we were down there. Oh yeah, man, yeah, I just yeah. loved it. That was yeah, good. Yeah.
2: yeah. If, uh,
4: if I, you go to if you go to the desert and don't have Mexican, uh, something's wrong.
2: Oh yeah, I I, I I you know so so Jerry says where do you want to go? I go I want to go to the best Mexican restaurant uh, and uh, it was ba- Barrios or Barros. Was it was
4: it kind of I don't want to say dumpy, but you know what I mean?
2: It, it no, it was very classy. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, See, yeah, Los
4: Dos Molinos yeah, is the opposite. It, <clears throat> very simple. Yeah. Um, right. Right. That's what makes it cool. You know,
2: yeah. it was it was it was kind of a nice Mexican restaurant. Uh, but uh, uh, Jerry Dulac is with us, and Jerry uh, has the most unique articles uh, that uh, every week he's going on, and he's uh, he's going for uh, and 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 what what I love about Jerry's articles, they have a historic perspective. Uh, he goes all the way back to the 80s uh, when uh, Wolf and I played, and maybe that's just to, uh, 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 to make us happy. But uh, you're you're talking about uh, 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 interceptions in, in this week's argument. Yeah, and
4: it, and it got me thinking about this because um, what got me thinking about it was Joe Hayden. Yeah. Joe Hayden has four interceptions right. tied for third in the league. Um, actually, I think it's tied for fourth now because I think there's three guys who have five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the most he's had since his rookie season, which was two ten, I believe, when he had six. Yeah, it's the most by a Steeler corner since Chad Scott in two thousand. Right, you know, by a corner now, um, and so it got me to thinking that, and when you look at the numbers, guys don't have as many, or so I thought, is you don't see as many interceptions now. The last double digit um, uh, interception leader was twelve years ago, Antonio Cromartie, and then there was about a three or four year period there where there were like. Uh, guys who led the league had double digits. Prior to that, you didn't see a lot of that, but but the number of interceptions was always higher th- before than it is now. And and you go back to the '80s, and I looked this up, like in 1985, there were 598 touchdowns thrown that year, and 592 interceptions. It used to wow. be about the same, they're balanced. This year so far, uh, they're on pace. For 420 interceptions and on pace for 805 touchdowns. That's that's almost double. Yeah. And and so while the number of touchdowns is uh, probably basically still the same, last year there were 490 uh, 419 interceptions and 837 touchdowns. So you're seeing an increase in touchdowns, and so with more passing. You might think there might be more interceptions, but it's going the complete opposite way. The disparity is greater than it's ever been. So, why?
2: Yeah, that's what I, I don't was know. Add. Well,
4: yeah. l- well, let me say this. I mean, you kind of know. I, I mean, the basic reason is the rule change, right? The, that's and, the basic reason. Yeah,
2: and then the, the other uh, the reason is I think uh, back in our day when quarterbacks yeah, '85 was yeah, your, your era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when quarterbacks came out of college uh very rarely you know y- y- you got marino and uh you had uh, uh boomer and, and Fouts. And, yeah and Fouts. but 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 uh the the guys coming out were not as good as today's you know you you you've got uh, because of the college game of right passing. The, I, I, the college game see
0: i think it th- that's true but also you got to admit look they throw more check downs yeah they throw more crossing routes which they didn't we didn't run crossing routes back in the day that's you right know what I mean?
2: more vertical uh, it, it was, was all more was vertical, more vertical yeah. passing
0: yeah. game yeah. you know and so you had that's a great greater point. Opp- that's a great point. Uh, you actually had a greater opportunity yeah. to be able to do stuff like that now they throw it to the backs yeah that
2: was uh uh bill that's bill walsh's yeah. influence yeah, yeah
4: and i would bet and i haven't looked this up because i'm not getting into that part of it but i would bet because of what you're saying, the overall completion percentage in the league is probably higher. higher. Now, Kenny Anderson was a high percentage guy, as we know, but he did a lot of a lot of that. Although I say that. And you know, one of my favorite stats, you know, my all time favorite trivia question, right. of course, is yeah. the yeah. two two teams in the same city and right. the same right. team right. in two cities. March, Broda. But my my other kind of trivia question Kenny Anderson is known as, right? Isn't he kind of like a dink and dunk passer, yeah, from right?
2: August
0: Well, he was also known as, it's called the light bulb because you never know when he was going to go out. That's <laughs> guy used to say. <laughs> that was the other thing. You mean that. as a player or at night? As a player. Uh, I mean on the field? Yeah, because, yeah, because, uh, he, he towards the end of his career, he got uh, beat up a lot. Yeah, well, and so it became this. They they called him the light bulb because he never know when it would go out. I well,
4: I think I think Kenny Anderson is the only quarterback to lead the league in passing twice in two different decades. Yeah, but his yards per attempt, a Dinkin, uh, known as a Dinkin' Dunk passer, is the same as his career yards per attempt is the same as Ben, no Dan Marino,
2: Dan Marino, the exact same. Really? Yep. Well, Marino. Wow. And he's
4: not in the Hall of Fame. See, to me, the number one guy that I think probably should be in the Hall of Fame Don is. Well, well, I'm trying to look <laughs> beyond that. But Mr. Andy, Bengals- Andy Russell Kenny Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Anderson. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, That's who I think. Yeah. Fred
4: Taylor, I think, should be in the Hall yeah, of
2: Fame. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, it, it was funny because we played against uh, Kenny Anderson. Yeah. And, and I remember when Keith Carey grabbed his face mask and uh, did the exorcist on him. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. On Monday Night Football.
4: And then, of course, Kenny Anderson coached here as we yeah, know. Yes, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good, great, great guy.
2: guy. Yeah, yeah he really he, was. He is a great But so guy.
4: you see this disparity now between a number of picks and number of touchdowns. And it's just curious how it, the chasm now, how wide it is. I mean, you could see if it was just grew a little bit, but I mean, it's almost double. Right. And it's right. uncanny. But anyway, that's Joe Hayden got me thinking about that. The other thing.
0: I know what it is. The ball is juiced. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's deflated, I <laughs> yeah. hear. Um,. The other thing too
4: that I that I'm I'm looking at is um, which, you know, Chris Boswell's comeback here is phenomenal, just absolutely, yeah, incredible. But it, it's it's really should it. be.
0: Let's not jinx him. Ignore it. It really oh, just shot it, it
4: really shouldn't be surprising because his body of work was that he's been outstanding right, right. for three years. He had one hiccup. Um, you know, the guy has never missed a playoff kick. Right. And he's missed only four kicks in his career in December and January when it's toughest to kick. Right. And three of those occurred last December right. when he was struggling. Yeah. He, he's been incredible. So, you know, they're doing the all-time NFL team, 100th, 100-year anniversary yeah. team. And, of course, the kicker on the team, one of the kickers, is John Stenerud from um, Kansas City.
2: Did, how many kickers are they? The, I, think,
4: I think they have two. I think they picked um, – Stenerud and. Um, Ray Guy. No, no. Well, they got a punter. They, yeah, yeah, they have Ray yeah, Guy got and it. Sean Leckler. And then I think I think it's. Uh, no, it's Vinatieri, too. I think yeah, it's Vinatieri, Vinatieri. Okay. not Morton Anderson. Yeah,
2: I think it's it should be Gary or Mort, you know, the both those guys. Yeah, yeah. well,
4: Jan Stenerud was the first kicker put in the Hall of the Fame. The first. He was the first, first kicker. Yeah. What,
2: what he, was he the first uh, soccer style kicker? Yeah. No, Pete Gogolak was. Pete Gogolak. That's, That's right. That's right. right. And Gogolak. And
4: I only know this because I, I mean get. I've been get. looking it up. Yeah. I, I would have I I would have said he was, but apparently Pete Gogolak yeah. was the first one. Yeah. So do you know what Jan Stenerud's career field goal conversion rate? Is wow. he wouldn't even get a job now? Yeah, 66.7 percent. He's in the me. hall of fame. 66.7 percent is his career conversion Shh. rate. The all time highest is our boy in Baltimore, Jason Tucker. Yeah, uh, uh, Justin Tucker. Yeah, and he's like 90.2. Chris Boswell is, I think, he's seventh all time, and he's like 87.8 yeah. or 88.2 or something like it. Sixty-six point seven. There were seasons where he missed eighteen field goals, seventeen field goals, sixteen field goals. Now, the the goalposts were wider, and and I mean the grass is grass, although the grass was worse. Didn't they have a tee? Well, I I think probably. Yeah, Yeah, they they had a tee that they would tee it up as far as
0: you know when the when they would you know. Yeah, flat tee, flat tee for. I mean, it's
4: really incredible. When you talk about how now that art, I mean those guys. You see him. That's why they keep narrowing the field go- yeah. uh, goals. Can you, pills. like,
0: rescind his Hall of Fame? <laughs> when well, well, you look you at those
4: numbers, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable. But I think what happened is I think because he kicked so long, he was the first guy to start drilling 50-yard field goals yeah. too. Um, and I think he kind of, like, he set the, set the, the, the kind of tone for the position the way Maybe like Gale Sayers did. Didn't have a long career, but he had yeah. a great career. Joe Namath, right. same way. They were trendsetters. Lynn Swan. Yeah. Lynn Swann's numbers don't blow off the charts, but his style, right? Uh, you know, kind of and quote the changed games, the game. Yeah, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, you know, uh, uh, it's funny because Garo Uprimian. right? Uh, was kicking for the Bears. Uh, y- he was. Yeah, I think it was for the Bears, or, or no? He's he a was a Dolphins kicker. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. 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 yeah but, but, uh, he's the one that threw the ball. Right. Right. Uh, that's right. right. Well, that's attempted right. to throw the ball. Yeah, yeah, attempted. That, that, yeah. Left-handed. <laughs> that was, that was a very poor. Attempt. Oh, that's right. right. It was, it was, uh, the Dolphins. Yeah. The, and he threw it to his best friend. At, uh, uh, the, <clears> the, uh, the defensive back for, uh, the Redskins caught it and ran it in for the touchdown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who was his best friend? Uh, I forgot the name. Uh, it was a corner, um, I'm, I'm I'm blanking. Yeah. 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 A- anyways, uh, uh, I think he finished his career with the Bears and Abe. Gibran, really, premier. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I, you're I, a Chicago guy. Yeah, you yeah, probably
4: remember that. Yeah, I'll look it up. But I remember you looking it up with there, West. Uh, Wes, Wes, can you look uh, that up? Uh, uh, Gero,
2: your premier. He does not spell it. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, uh, the, the reason I said it <laughs> is, because Y E P R E M I N. Uh, anyways uh, <laughs> no the reason you said it was one was because Abe Gibbard said uh, uh had him hit the sled one time and he wouldn't hit the sled. <laughs> click on and it he it. said no matter you no, uh, no wonder no wonder you guys never won a, a, a war <laughs> oh man
4: No, never with um yeah it was never with the Bears no. Tampa Bay Tampa New, Bay, Orleans. New Orleans did, did Abe oh, ever go there New Orleans yeah is that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 but he was with Miami that was in a Super Bowl yeah, I think yeah. when he did that that's yeah. why what he why yeah. everybody remembers
2: uh, uh But it was, uh, it, you know, the, the 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 soccer style kickers. The, what, it, were, well, who was the last? Who's the last? He's in the hall out. of fame. He, right. And who, Bland is in the hall of fame. Yeah. But they
4: also played different positions, right? Right. Yeah, George right. Bland, that was a quarterback. Right. Yeah. Right. Right.
0: Well, Lou was one of the, he the was only
4: other non the only other non position player uh I, I morton anderson got in didn't he i think Morton. yeah and, morton he's the, they in. are the only two quote pure kickers yeah. stenerut and morton anderson in the hall of fame yeah well i i, I didn't mean to interrupt but we were well, who's say. the last straight, straight on kicker,
2: kicker? cox no was, no i think oh, uh no, the redskins had it yeah. Yeah, yeah who was
4: that uh not Carson Long. That was a pit no, kicker. No, the,
0: uh, the, the, well, there the, was Don Cockcroft in Cleveland. Yeah, and it yeah. was after that. Um, uh, Mark something rather.
2: Yeah, that's who it was. Mosley. Mosley. oh great.
4: I'm not saying that's who it was, but I think but that's yeah, who yeah was.
2: it was. Mark Mosley was the last straight-on kicker. Yeah, and yeah. how many
4: years ago was that? Man, 20. that was got to be 20. Term. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, we we were playing. Because yeah. Don Concroft was pick, kicking for Cleveland when we were playing. Was he? I yeah. don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember, I, remember
0: I took Tunch on, and after practice, I banged one from the two. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he he went to the 12. Yeah. Uh, he he uh, won. He, yeah, he got I, that I, I, soccer I style. I, I, I won. I yeah, won. I, went, I went straight
2: on, baby. Yeah, so, but Abbas, uh, uh, w- did you talk to him?
4: No, going to yeah. talk to him later. Uh, right. Because I don't know what his appreciation, I, I don't know if, if he's a historian of his craft or not. Some guys are, you know. I always enjoy talking to the guys who know the history, and, and that's true in golf or whatever. Some guys are great historians. They know everything about their sport and their position. I don't know whether he does or not. Like Sean Sweesom was a good one for that. Yeah. You know, he had a, he had he a, great, had a great appreciation group. of the history of, uh, uh, of, of his craft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, no, I haven't. I, All right, I remember, be careful. I, I, don't
2: jinx him. That's what I'm afraid of. Th- yeah, don't be talking I, I, to him about I, 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 stuff. I remember Emmanuel you know? Samuels came, and Bobby Montgomery, the uh, uh, the wide receivers coach, uh, goes, we gave you a good number. He goes, oh, what is it? He goes, 88. He, he goes, 88? He goes, oh,
3: that, that's a
2: that's a good number. Well, what's, he goes, what's his name? He, Hawkins. He, 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 Courtney he, Hawkins. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he goes, and he goes, Lynn Swan. He goes, Who's Lynn Swann? <laughs> wow,
0: Emmanuel Sanders. Right, who's right. Lynn Swann? Yeah,
2: so starting off fast here. So he, he didn't he didn't have an great appreciation, appreciation. For, for the history.
4: Right for for the franchise or I, for the position.
2: I I think uh, uh, our generation has uh, a more appreciation for the oh, history oh, of the yeah. NFL because we we didn't have any other TV shows to watch. You know, we we watch NFL films and uh, – Yeah, and uh, everything
4: else, yeah. right, with social media. And this yeah. goes back to – I mean, it, that's why that type of thinking, Tunch, always leads to my question, which, you know, you and I have discussed and I ask you guys, is how many guys – and I think this locker room is better than most – how many guys love the game of football as right. opposed to a love being a professional athlete. Right, yeah. Big difference. And, Big and difference.
2: I, and I think Mike – uh um Mike does everything, you know, by bringing the ve- uh, the old retired guys in for the rookie dinner. He he has Mike, ha- Coach Mike, has a great appreciation for the history of the NFL, the history of the Steelers. And he he pumps it into these guys. Well, and it's hard not to yeah.
4: because you've had one ownership family right through all these years right. who yeah, embrace yeah. that. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I mean that starts at the top as uh, we all know.
2: All right, well, the cool breeze himself, thank you. Yeah, very thanks, much, Jerry. boys. It's always
4: good chatting with good you. yeah uh. You, uh, uh, you just, know, and as we get near uh, closer to the Christmas, you never know. I might come up with that Tunchin' Wolf Christmas. Oh yes, <laughs> a Christmas special. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, what's the Christmas special? Oh my god. Oh, oh
0: you remember the poem? Well, I don't Where really I
4: invoke right. the name of Jerry Glusick in Nepal. Absolutely.
0: Uh, uh, All right. We, please
4: we, bring it back. We,
2: we want to hear it. All right. It's actually uh, a lot of work. We're going <laughs> to take a break. It's actually a lot of we'll work. And we'll be back with So, more no, stuff. I'm not bothering with it. <laughs> That's we'll be what back he said. with more stuff. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And that was Jerry Dulack. And you're in the locker room.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24 7 home of the Black and Gold Steelers Nation Radio.
2: All right, we're back. He's Wolf, I'm Toucher in the locker room. We we've had a fun-packed show with Jerry Dulac and Bob Labriola, and uh, it's always uh, it's always great having Wes help us and Jake back at the ranch. Uh, Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. <laughs> uh, it's not Jake from State Farm. Uh, anyways, uh, so you know, Wolf, I, I, you know the the. I, yes. I heard Bud and uh, TJ interviewed yesterday. Okay, about the takeaways, right? And I, and I love uh, what TJ says. Nobody cares who gets the credit, and uh, it's a great competition. And uh, you know, well, that's what you want. Yeah. I mean,
0: the, the competition is always always a source of bringing out yeah. the best in, in yeah. any situation. Yeah. And in my mind, you think about it. Uh, you've got T.J. Watt, everyone's talking about uh, this guy as a defensive MVP of the year, and and he's putting up numbers very MVP-ish-like. But at the same time, you also look and you go, yeah, Zook's Bud Dupree is putting up huge numbers too. Uh, So the two of them together, I think it's a great race. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Bishop in Greensboro.
2: Bishop, welcome to the locker room, brother.
1: Hey, guys, I've been on the phone the whole time, and I'm glad I got in oh i'm sorry uh, we
0: we didn't know you were on the phone the whole time bishop but... i told him i said the cardinal was on but he said uh, we don't we're, we're not listening to the
1: cardinals so you if you on the cardinal we'd have had you <laughs> oh man it's, it's perfectly okay i got to hear it anyway so uh, i didn't in yesterday the c r uh we can't his uh his his um this terminology for you all old fogies or what are you
0: going to do about <laughs> No, that? man, it, he's earned the right to call us old fogies. You know what?
1: We
3: don't
0: mind being called old fogies,
2: It is Bishop. what she is, you I know? Mean, you know, we, it is what it is. You know, we, we, we're, uh, we're uh, grown old, long in the tooth, <laughs> go to bed early, and
1: uh,
2: up at 4 o'clock.
1: All right. All right. Well, um, before I get into a couple of things, I do want to, I came up with my wife and I came up with something for y'all. We want to call you all MOGS. That's M-O-G, which stands for men of God. Oh, that's most important. That is the most
2: honoring thing you could say, but praise God. uh, uh, thank, Thank you, Bishop.
1: You're you're welcome. But one thing uh, really the one thing I want to get into is the um um the guys uh earlier this week had talked to Tomlin and interviewed him about um using was it Zach Banner and the fullback role? Was he yeah um uh, was he um nimble enough to be a fullback? Yeah. But the one thing is with Robert Spillane, did he not ha does he not have fullback um um uh, um uh, 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 background and then he play in college and yeah fullback experience and and since since uh, Rosie's not coming back why not try a guy who has had fullback ex- experience in the lineup?
2: Uh you know what uh, Bishop I thought uh, I don't remember uh, Robert Spillane having fullback experience I remember Sutton Smith, Sutton Smith uh, you okay know, well, okay yeah them using
0: they using him at fullback back uh, I know who we don't want to use is Tyson Alualu. Yeah, and and you know what? <laughs> no, nothing <laughs> bad against Tyson, but he did he did whiff on his on his lead block. But ball. you
2: know the funny thing was when someone asked him about uh, Zach Banner, he goes, "Is he athletic?" And I, no, he said no. Right? No. Away.
1: Yeah. Okay, so it was uh, uh, Sutton Smith. Okay, I knew it was yeah. one of the uh, rookie running backs, and I thought it was for Lane. So okay, yeah. thank you for correcting me on that. Uh, one thing I heard with Duck the other day, it kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, and I just want to know if y- if y'all think he may start feeling himself a little bit. But they were talking about the weather. It's supposed to be Sunday night. And he said, well, ducks like the cold. <laughs>
3: that's, a little bit, that,
1: that's a small thing. But yet, is that a sign of that, hey, even though I'm undrafted free agent, I haven't been proven, never, you know, all this kind of stuff, I'm good. And is that... Can that is that more confidence or cockiness? What do y'all think about that?
0: I, let me just say this: I think that's an expression of his uh, his fun side, his exuberance. That's, that's all. Yeah, you know, because just talking with this young guy, he's got a joyful side to him, and I think that was given. That's kind of one of those moments where he can be a little quippy. Right. And I don't, I don't see okay. that as a, in any way, shape, or form as an expression of overconfidence. Yeah. Okay. And and, and quarterbacks are mostly cocky.
2: You know, you got to be a little yeah, bit yeah, they, they got to be a little cocky bishop. You know, uh, do you remember Bubby? Uh I'm the yeah. man, write it down. I'm the man, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. then when when he was we were in Houston and he he he, he didn't want to go in. He said I, I'm, not I'm not mopping the, I don't up, mop up for a, I, I don't pop up for anybody. So quarterbacks are oh. a different breed.
1: Well I understand, yeah, I'm a firefighter, so and we we had that same cockiness, you know. Uh, and, and a lot of guys think they put me in any fire, I go in there and put it out until it gets hot. And then <laughs> and then then they on their way out. So No, so,
0: I appreciate so, you honest. guys. Let me tell you, Bishop. Yeah. Uh, Love you guys are awesome. Yeah, God bless you, yeah, Bishop. Thank you for your yeah, service. Thank
2: you for your service to
1: our All our right. country. Well thank yeah. you guys. All, All right. right, hey. Have a good one. Once again, Merry Christmas. Love you. Right. Talk to
0: you later. God bless you, bro. God bless you. And maybe sometime you'll get promoted to Cardinal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, let's go to Juan in uh, Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good
1: morning
6: to you, young stars. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
2: right, make it quick because we're running out of time, uh, uh, Juan. All
1: right, okay, um, just want to see with Connor if he was able to come back this week. Do you think we just might as well give him a healthy scratch? So when we get in the playoffs, he can use them. Because I like the running
7: back by committee, What you guys think?
2: Uh, I, you know what? If if, if uh, James is healthy, he's going to play. Uh, I, I, you know, Wolf doesn't like the running back by committee. He likes the featured back. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's been very effective. Uh, by uh, uh, the way, we've been doing it. And one of the things that I'm excited about is we're playing at home, so everyone's going to hear the snap. And uh, they've given up 1,377 yards rushing. So they're not. Uh, 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 they, it's not the Great Wall the, of yeah, China yeah, there. The, yeah, th- 1,389. And so I think we're, you know, I, I don't care how we do it. I just want to be productive.
7: Okay, I understand. All right, guys, have a good
2: one. All right. Thank uh, you, Juan. Have a good lunch. day, brother. All right, we got one more Mike in New Jersey. Mike, you got two minutes. Make it quick. Hey, boys, how you doing? All
7: right. Good. All right, Mike Mike Bass is the guy who catches Garrett premiums thing on the cornerback, right? Uh, oh, so Mike Bass,
2: that's good. Good. Hey, good get, Mike. That was great. All right.
7: Yeah. All right, so- soccer style kicker, first ever Charlie Gogolak, Giants, right? Okay. Oh, oh, Charlie Yeah, and Go-Glatt. Pete was the
2: brother. Yeah, yeah, Pete okay. was Okay, brother.
7: Right. Yeah. Okay, and Rich Danmeyer, last stock um, um, on you know um, full on kicker. Yeah, Rich cooking. yeah. yeah. R- rich so it Dan wasn't Mike. It, it wasn't, wasn't Mike. Mar- Dan was a- rich Danmeyer for the Vikings.
2: Oh, how about that? Well, thank you for your fact checking, Mike.
7: Appreciate All right. you, bro. I love you guys I l- love you guys, but I had to throw that in. One more thing. You cannot teach accuracy. Duck has accuracy.
0: Yeah.
3: That's why he's
7: gonna that's why he's gonna get it done. Seventy point one percent right now. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't teach you guys. You can't teach it a guy. I mean, I know from my own experience, you either can throw it accurately or you can't. And you can't teach that. So I think he's good to go. Our defense is going to step up. We're going to win again. I love you guys. God bless you guys. And uh, God. God bless love you, God Mike. Bless, and,
2: Mike, thank you for the fact-checking. Absolutely.
7: We, we love we, NFL history.
2: We, we love NFL so, Yeah, Rich Danmeyer. I would have never guessed no, that. No, never. I yeah. thought it was Mark Mosley. I thought it was Mosley, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, that's all we have time for. Jacob, thank you very much. And, Wes, thank you very, very much. Where's Arthur? Don't cross the moats. He's not here yet. Yeah, so it could be it, yeah, could be it could be Wild yeah, Wild West solo. Wild <laughs> Wild West, and uh, he's crossing the moats. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, so long, everybody. You're God looking bless. for the moats. Tomorrow is uh, uh, is the scouting report. He's Wolf. I'm touching. You've been in the locker room.